Welcome to another episode of the Jam Pack Report today for March the 4th of 2021. Of course, my name is Samuel Adams and this is a daily gaming news podcast meant to bring you the hottest news you need to know from around the industry. Hosted on YouTube and podcast services around the world five days a week, it's your one-stop shop for everything you need to know. So if you enjoy the show and you like what you see, hit that subscribe button and keep coming back for more. But a new report from Bloomberg has shed some light on what could be the new Switch model coming later this holiday season if production goes accordingly. The news comes by way of Takashi Machizuki over at Bloomberg, who shares that the new device will feature a 7-inch OLED screen as compared to the current 6.4-inch and 5.5-inch LCD screens on the current Switch and Switch Lite respectively, and it will support a 720p resolution in handheld mode. But the big upgrade comes in the docked mode, because that will reportedly support a 4K resolution, marking Nintendo's first foray into Ultra HD. Samsung is the reported manufacturer of these screens, which are expected to enter into full production in June and reach assemblers in July, meaning that this new line of Nintendo Switches could be up for a holiday 2021 release. Phenomenal news, and I really hope that they are planning some kind of big press release sometime in the spring or perhaps during the summer Game Fest season, because the Nintendo Switch is getting a bit long in the tooth. Of course, just this week, we have celebrated the fourth anniversary of the Nintendo Switch, which quite frankly, is hard to believe. But now you see that the docked mode is starting to look even more and more lackluster as compared to the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X. And of course, for those that have upgraded to a 4K television, that's when things start to get very, very rough because you have 1080p getting upscaled to 4K, which is four times the resolution of 1080p doesn't look that great as compared to a gaming PC or a PlayStation 5 and an Xbox Series X. And so to have some kind of 4K support that is official uh, and that is supported fully by Nintendo extends the lifespan of the Nintendo Switch well beyond what it currently sits at today. That's going to be a big factor in making sure that this piece of hardware continues to be a legitimate competitor alongside the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X. There is no doubt in my mind that this will not be uh, as powerful as the PlayStation 5 or the Xbox Series X, and that's because it doesn't have to be. Nintendo fans are not there for the graphics. If you want the highest end textures, the highest frame rates, you're going to be getting a PS5 or a Series X or building your own gaming PC. Nintendo fans are there for fun, they're there for a good time, and they're there for the hybrid approach where you have a handheld and you have the dock. If the new dock can upscale, maybe a 1440p resolution up to 4K, that's good enough for a lot of people, and of course they are able to keep those prices low for the hardware as well. No price was detailed here, but I've seen a lot of people throwing around $350. Personally, I think that this new Nintendo Switch is going to cost $399 because then you have basically three tiers of the Nintendo Switch. You can get the original Nintendo Switch, which is sitting at $299, and it comes with just enough features as you have always had since the beginning of the console's life, and it's good enough for most people, especially for those that have not upgraded to 4K. Then you have the Nintendo Switch Lite, your budget entry-level option that is incredibly cheap at $199. And then you have your premium tier option at $399. Not nearly as expensive as the $499 PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X, but 
it is going to give you a bit more of a premium experience as compared to that baseline Nintendo Switch. That's personally the route that I think they're going to take. And that will sell incredibly well because there are very, very hardcore Nintendo fans out there that are ready for the upgrade. And of course, we saw how the new Pokemon Arceus game ran during the reveal last week. It's time to upgrade that hardware and make things run a bit smoother so that people can have a more robust, fleshed out experience when they do game on Nintendo's hardware. So hopefully we will see this for a holiday 2021 release. And right now I'm still on the fence about whether or not I want this because my immediate reaction as somebody who loves technology and gaming is yes, I would love a Nintendo Switch Pro of some kind. But then I remember that I'm not super into Nintendo games personally, and then the majority of other games that are on the Nintendo Switch I can get on Xbox, so still kind of toss-up for me, but for those that have been looking forward to an upgrade, it looks like it is coming your way very, very soon. Another small piece of this report that I accidentally left out is that the bezels are reportedly going to be smaller around the screen to give the Nintendo Switch Pro, or whatever it ends up being called, more of a premium feel as compared to the Kindle Fire-esque body that you have right now. So, that's something that also caters to me as somebody who loves bezel-less technology. My laptop doesn't have a bezel, my phone doesn't have a bezel, my tablet barely has a bezel love having that full screen space taking up the entirety of my device. Give me more of that. Yes, please. But moving on to another story that broke yesterday, Zynga has acquired Ektra Games, the developers of Torchlight 3. Important to note that the only release from the studio has been Torchlight 3, but Zynga is focused more on the talent behind the studio rather than what they can make and what they have made right now. Ektra Games was founded by Max Schaefer, who worked on the first two Diablo games and brought all three Torchlight games to market. Zynga CEO Frank Gabos says to GamesIndustry.biz, Max and his team at Ektra Games are responsible for some of the most legendary game properties ever created, and they are experts in the action RPG genre and cross-platform development. He added, this acquisition will be instrumental in growing our iconic licenses and brands from mobile to PCs and consoles, while helping to further expand Zynga's total addressable market. Gibbo goes on, sharing more about what the immediate future may look like. To begin with, Ektra will be collaborating with fellow Zynga studio Natural Motion on, quote, a new yet-to-be-announced RPG for cross-platform play. So a couple of different tiers here. First and foremost, it's another acquisition in the industry. You're seeing them happen day after day. Uh, but on top of that, interesting to see that not only will Zynga franchises be coming to consoles and PCs, but on top of that, a new unannounced RPG for cross-platform play? Interested to see what that one might be, uh, but a small little story to go ahead and add to the show today. Moving on to an update from something we discussed yesterday, The Sinking City has been pulled from Steam yet again after Frogwares has issued a DMCA. If you don't know what's going on here, highly recommend you check out yesterday's episode of the show for March the 3rd of 2021. But in short, Frogwares, the developers of The Sinking City, have been in a legal dispute with their publisher, who allegedly ripped a version of their game down, broke into the code, and shared it to Steam to continue generating profit, all while cutting Frogwares out of the equation. Lots to dig into there. But, the company has issued an update to Vice, saying, quote, A DMCA notice proved to be our most effective tool to give us time to gain further potential evidence and to also start the required and lengthy additional legal process to prevent this from happening again. We are aware that a final ruling on whether Frogwares are obligated to deliver a Steam version has yet not been made and could take years. 
As it stands, we have an appeals court ruling saying, until further notice, Frogwares do not need to deliver a Steam version to Nacon. In the meantime, Nacon decided to take justice into their own hands and release a pirated build. We are also aware that the DMCA claims on the Steam version may only be a temporary fix and that the game may make a comeback, in this form or another. Providing partners like Valve with finalized rulings and third-party verified evidence so they can make their final decision takes time and resources. In the meantime, if they decide they have to continue selling the game, we can only respect that while continuing to speak to them and provide them with more information. Of course, the game is also out on PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch, but the Steam version has been taken offline. Now, I do want to mention, you can buy the game directly from Frogwares if you do want to play the game on PC, uh, but a very messy situation gets even messier. You hate to see it. You really do. But I hope that it all irons itself out and that they can come to an amicable conclusion to this tale because, man, it's getting rough out there in the publisher-slash-developer argument between Nacon and Frogwares. But to round out today's show, a new round of games is coming to Xbox Game Pass, including NBA 2K21, Football Manager 2021, and more. Megan Spur, community lead at Xbox Game Pass, takes to the Xbox Wire to write, quote, It's time to break out the foam fingers. We're kicking off March with some of the most celebrated video game sports franchises. To give you a replay, Madden NFL 21 just joined the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate Library with EA Play, plus a few more games that will hit the playlist soon. But we are not stopping there. Whether you're looking to charge down the gridiron, hit the soccer pitch, or want to shoot some three-pointers on the court, we have you covered. Let's get to it. Madden NFL 21 comes to console via EA Play, Football Manager 2021 on PC comes on March the 4th, and Football Manager 2021 Xbox Edition on console and PC comes on March the 4th as well. Additionally, NBA 2K21 Cloud and Console launches on March the 4th, Star Wars Squadrons is coming later in March, and NHL 21 is coming in April. Big gets for the Xbox Game Pass library lineup here. For sports fans, this is a very good month. Uh, unfortunately for me, not really big into the sports games, uh, but I can tell you this right now. I love Star Wars Squadrons, and if you haven't, you need to play Star Wars Squadrons. Whether you're on PlayStation, whether you're on PC, whether you're on Xbox, you need to dig into Squadrons because that is some of the best space combat that I have ever experienced. Phenomenal time with that one. And of course, the next-gen upgrades look phenomenal on the Xbox Series X as well. But outside of that, the big three, in my opinion, are of course Madden 21, NHL 21, and NBA 2K21. Uh, so if you want to dive into any of these, they are coming to a Game Pass subscription near you, and you can find the full breakdown over on the official Xbox blog. But that rounds out today's episode of the Jam Pack Report. If you enjoyed today's show, drop me a like down below and let me know what you think about the new Nintendo Switch that could be hitting the market very, very soon. Do you think these rumors, these reports are legitimate or do you think something else could be on the way or do you think nothing at all? Let me know in the comments section down below. But until tomorrow, you guys have a fantastic rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon and peace.